Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Fox and Burger podcast, where we seek to explore and understand the Asian side of the furry fandom one episode at a time. Today, we're actually going back to Thailand, but this time we have two guests with us. Our first is Kyochi the Fox. Kyochi has been a furry ever since college. He is also the con chair of Thai Tales and has also participated in several dance competitions. He was actually uh, first place for the EF Enter the Arena dance competition in 2019. And our second guest is Alder the Wolf, his boyfriend, who has been active in the fandom since 2017. Both are here to tell us more about Thailand and the Thai furry fandom, so let's give them a big round of applause. Hello, hello, hi guys. Hello, well, thank you for inviting us to the podcast, Michael and Burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go! Let's do this! Okay. First question. <laughs> so, right. what is your fursona? Uh, Kiyoshi first, by Kiyo- the way. <laughs> Sick now. Okay. So, I'm uh, Red Fox. It the pink hair. <laughs> I and 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 yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm just a normal yeah. fox. <laughs> he's he's the most generic fox you can think of. He's like the most generic red fox and the most generic fox uh, do it color pink. You know. So, wait, wait. Yeah. I, I want to know. So, so does does Kyochi have like a backstory or like a background? No, I, I didn't have <laughs> any story on my persona. Like for okay. for me, for me, my persona is like is 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 me being a furry. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically part of the appeal. You know, you don't have to have a big backstory. You just hey, I'm a fox. High five. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. But if you want to know about story, ask Alder. <laughs> Wait, what? You what have a lot story? more story in me. No, I do not have story. Okay, so uh, it's my turn. Right? So my persona is a, is a wolf. Yeah, that's it. I'm also like the most generic wolf ever. It started out as a pure white wolf. And then I met Kiyoshi and he's like, dude, that is so like generic. That's so basic. You're, you're such a basic wolf. So, do put in something more. So I put in the next best generic thing, a tribal tattoo, on my on my persona. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a white wolf with black tribal tattoo. All right, Michael's gonna show some pics. Right, mm-hmm. we'll flash on the screen. No, no, no. So yeah, so that's that's it. I don't have any backstory too. So basically, just like many people, my persona is just basically a better version of me, a version of what I would like myself to be. Yeah. Yep. All right. And tell That's us it. tell us a little bit more about how you became a furry. Mm, for me, it's, it starts like when I'm high school. I'm uh, in Thailand. The, the uh, animation Digimon Pokemon is so popular. So I'm one of the fans. So uh, one day just Google it for like look for the episodes and I just found a web bot in Thailand. It's called Kemo Dungeon. Yeah, but but that time is when I'm at a college. So that mm-hmm. what I start. Oh, so for me, I don't really have like a. So first, it started out as I I watch Underworld. If you if anybody remember the old Underworld movie. Oh, anyone the, uh, with the yeah. vampires and werewolves and stuff. Yes, yes, and it, it's it's like it's so cool. And then, like, as a kid, I was, like, in, like, my 9th or 10th grade, I was, like, dude, I want to be a werewolf, you know? So then, like, at that time, the internet is not is not as good as now yet. So then you still use the library. So I went to the library every day to research on how to become a werewolf. And then I started using the internet. And then that's what led me into like, the furry fandom. But at that time, hmm. I was studying to go into university. So furry as a hobby, it goes on the backseat. So I've only been lurking, you know, just looking at art, uh, stalking people on Life Journal and MySpace. Oh, my God, Life Journal. Oh, my uh-huh, God, MySpace. And my, yes, and High Five. Yeah. 
And then after I finish my job training, my college and everything, I say, okay, let's do this. Let's become a furry. <laughs> so yeah, so here I am. <laughs> Three years later, I'm a furry trash. You can, as you can guess. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so we have already had a Thai furry on this podcast before, but we want to hear more about Thailand from you two. So, uh, something I've always wanted to know about Thai furries is if there's any sort of cultural norms or beliefs or Buddhist religious beliefs that would affect a Thai furry's hobby or lifestyle. Like, wh- how would that be different from like a Westerner furry? You know. Yoshi, you I'll take first. <laughs> I'm still thinking. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll do my outtake then. Sure. Okay, no so basically, uh, we have to say this first that furry in Thailand is is a pretty recent thing. We have like old people who's into furry, but then like they're oh. not as active anymore. Hmm. So, I can answer from the experience with kids. You know, like furries in their uh, teens and in their early twenties. So what I can say is that uh, for furry in Thailand, we don't really have any religious belief that affects the furry lifestyle or how they approach the furry fandom. I mean, uh, as as most new kids nowadays, that we we tend to be more agnostic slash like uh, how do you say it slash more questionable to why we yeah. should believe certain things the adult. Tells us to believe, you know. So, so the usually the kids I see is like they start having their own say on what they believe. So it doesn't really affect them much, you know, on 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 the religion. But I can yeah. say that most Thai furries are Buddhist. But if you really study Buddhist, you can you you really know that in a sense that Buddhism isn't really much about. You know, like all like the ceremonies and everything you see in Thailand is more of like uh, how you approach life and how you how do I say it? It's about your spirituality enlightenment more than all like yeah. the ceremony, going to the temples and and stuff like that. You know, I I see my parents do that, but then most Thai furry kids is like, dude, we we don't do that. But then we still celebrate some. Some Buddhist holidays or some Buddhist ceremony, like uh, I don't know, it's like a total Buddhist ceremony. <laughs> I don't think so, mm-hmm. but yeah, but but we we do. We some people still go to temples and stuff like that, but it doesn't really affect any outlook or anything about the how they approach the furry fandom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, there is also the thing of like in Thai culture, I hear that like. Touching the top of someone's head is like very weird and very rude, and like yeah. furries are all about head pats and stuff. <laughs> uh, to be honest, like uh, the 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 thing about uh, the thing another another weird thing about furry in Thailand is the hugs, you know. But but it's I don't think it's only in Thailand. Like both in generally, I see that in the East Eastern Asian community. We're kind of like, oh, are you hugging? What's happening? It's like, <laughs> why are you invading my personal space? But I see like the the furries in Thailand, we're we're more cute, you know. So so we tend more towards like the hugging and and about like t- and about like things like touching the head. Uh, we tend to also we still don't do that. It's like the tradition. Yeah. We still don't do that, but it's not as serious, you know. I mean, I mean, like, apparently you can't just like walk up to someone and pat their head, you know. I mean, I mean, you can't really do that in yeah. America, also, right? You can't just walk <laughs> up to a stranger and pat and then pat their head. You're you're gonna get punched or kicked, you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So so, but then if you know, if you're friends, if you're close enough, sometimes we play with. Uh, if you that close, you you sometimes you let go of those like uh, those things, you know, like the you don't touch people with your feet, you don't touch pat people's head, you kind of let go a bit, you know. But 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 yeah, you 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 still we still kind of hold that it's ingrained into how we approach people, yeah. And um, 
I, I also want to, uh, uh, oh, well, I want to ask uh, Kiyochi, uh, do you have anything you want to add to that or? Mm, I think it's not just the pat the head, like hugging or like hmm. touching their body. Some, sometimes uh, if you're not that close to other people, you you didn't do like that. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm like, a, I have a weird like memory about this like back then when I'm start to be a furry my first meeting like I, I see furry they're hugging they like pet your head so oh my god what <laughs> what's they doing because I, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm new that time so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I used to it like I'm fun with it so yeah oh, I have something more to add also because like Nowadays, it's all about, you know, being consent. You need to ask for consent uh, before you actually do anything. So, so I don't know, man. So, like, for hugging, that that asking for consent also comes as a big part because we also want to teach, like, the younger generation that even though hugging is, like, a greeting or something, that like you still should ask for consent before you hug someone because, like, sometimes the ladies... We've have comment of ladies who's like, uh, they feel like, wait, why, why are you hugging me or something like that? You know, yeah. Well, I had I had like a follow up question to that. Um, then then what do people think about furries in general in Thailand? Uh, when compared to like being like an anime fan? Because I know I know I've asked this question uh a few times on the podcast. I remember um like in in our Daza episode, and I think I remember asking this um to Kofu. Because like in Taiwan, it seems like it's just more accepted to be kind of like like a, an otaku or like a, like an anime nerd. And in the states, like um, I don't think that's such a thing. But for furries, like do they view in Thailand at least? Do they view? Um, do people view furries as like as a part of like that anime cosplay kind of thing, or just like something different and something weird? I I don't know. Mm, for my experience, like first time for uh, I'm first shooting, that that what that that's what in the uh department store. So mm-hmm. the people around uh, just talk to me like, "Are you come from the anime or Disney <laughs> or something like?" They they didn't they didn't actually know what the furry is. Even my mom, they, she she didn't know. So she just see us like a just a character animal character, yeah. Hmm. So I was actually talking with this to Pugan yes uh, a few days ago. Yeah. Michael was in my my live podcast also. We mm-hmm. actually talked about this that uh, the if you open up the, the dictionary for cosplay, okay, anywhere it's basically dressing up as a specific character, which they don't say about it. Uh, but you're basically mm-hmm. dressing up as a specific character and bringing them to life, you know. So by that meaning, when you're first shooting, you're being, you're doing cosplay. You 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 realize that, you know. So yeah. Uh, as as furry and anime and anime friend, is there any difference? I mean, of course there's different because uh, for anime friend, you're celebrating your uh. How do you say you're cosplaying like a character from another people's imagination, another people's made-up story, but for a furry, you're cosplaying as your own specific character. But the thing is that what what I see the difference between a furry in Thailand and in USA is that, or, or I, I should say more like Western, you know, including like yeah. Europe, yeah, is that they they're not really into anime. Uh, you can actually you know the word husband and waifu you know that yeah. right? You, <laughs> yeah, right yeah you actually you, you actually see that word more in asia you actually start seeing like husband and waifu in usa when you know like b star and bna starts coming out but then more towards b star and aggressive you know haida yeah you know people are like oh i love that character but then but then if you see in in the Asian community, you can see that they are, the character Hasundo and Waifu actually changes a lot almost every month with with all like uh, the different anime that keeps coming out. So so what what can I uh, I can say like like the furries in 
Asia are more closely related to the anime side. And the furry in the West, I don't really see them as much, but I have a few friends from the West that say that they still go to anime cons or something like that also. All right. So tangentially related to fursuits, how is the fursuiting scene in Thailand? Besides being really hot. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's really, really, yeah. I mean, we... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, I have go ahead. a lot to say. Are you here to say anything? <laughs> I, I changed your order. Okay. Okay. So the first shooting scene in Thailand is obviously the biggest barrier is the temperature in Thailand. We are a tropical country, and our average temperature is around 30 Celsius. Can you convert that I to have... Fahrenheit? Yeah, that's the point. You, you, you have to convert it. I cannot. Isn't that like 100 it, Fahrenheit burger? No, 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 wait, no. is it? Um, it's 86. 86, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's like the average, you know. And yeah. it's humid. It's humid, and it, too. And it's very humid. It's because it's mm-hmm. like a tropical country. So, yeah, and so that's the biggest barrier for first building. Of course, that's yeah. like uh, we bought like the cooling pads from from some, some furry company and it can kind of help. But Generally, people don't really wear full fursuit in Thailand. Yeah. Unless you're like yeah, in the if, mall, if I they, guess. Yeah, if, if the kids nowadays or many people, they opt to go for partial fursuiting more. But the diehard fans like he or she, if you see in his recent video where he, he danced, mm-hmm. you know, his recent unfurs, uh, new fursuit video where he danced, he wear fursuit for like from, how do I say it, from 7 a.m., until like 3 p.m. Holy the shit. whole day. Yeah. But and we it, did have oh a little Lord. bit of help mm-hmm, from the cooling pad and the fans. I would imagine Kyoti yeah. drank like one whole gallon of like water like immediately. No, at like... he was. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you probably, to... did you did you get him water through like the straw thing? Like the, the you get like a, a long straw and you put like a, you put in a bottle of water or something? No, he we he he like he doesn't care about like the magic being magic anymore. He just takes his head off <laughs> and drinks straight from the bottle. Holy you know? shit, man! Actually, I mean, actually, I, yeah, that it, it was that played. I we we recording the didn't have much people, so I didn't care. I just take the head off and. <laughs> I, I imagine. I mean, you didn't see that there are many people. They're like walking outside the fence, but you didn't see. I, I can see. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I imagine like in American football where the coach just, or like the water boy or whoever, just gets a little thing of Gatorade and just squirts it right into their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest part, that's the biggest barrier. And uh, I think the second barrier is that people don't mm, really know how to play with with suit yet. I, I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's many I'm not sure about Western country, but then in in Thailand, he or she has like firsthand experience of like uh, when he first suit outside, kids coming up and like you know punching him in the groin and pulling his tails and stuff like that. Kyoshi, you have you want to tell us about your experience? I don't know. It it happened to me sometimes when I when I uh, saw a mascot, uh, actually mascot, but like people. Like, I don't want. To, I don't know what to say it this way, but sometimes they just want to pat or like, clang, clang, I like that. They just wanna clang, uh, tease, kind of like make oh, fun of him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you know, like like you sneak up on him and hit him at the back of the head and like run away and things like that. You know. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 is happened to fursuit too in Thailand. But I'm not oh. sure how, how often it happens in America because I've heard that some people still have that experience, but not mm. as often anymore. But then mm. in Thailand, you still have many of that experience. And then that's why we really need handlers, you know, yeah. like like for videos I see in Australia and in USA when they do public first shooting, they don't really need that much handler, mm-hmm. you know. I think also because furry is becoming more well known in 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 the US compared to Thailand. Yeah. 
Well, also, um, I want to ask about like public fursuiting then like to take to to kind of go with that idea. Um, Do you guys try to get permission of whatever person is in charge of that area? Like if it's a mall, like do you talk to like a mall cop or like whoever owns the mall first before you go fursuit? Or do you can you just actually just go to that place and just fursuit? Yes, like, absolutely. There... We want to ask them to like wearing a fursuit, even even though mm. it's a uh, uh once uh in the Christmas we 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 used to like take a photo on the Christmas says that they in front of the uh the big department yeah, store yeah the big department store so we just run to ask them to like okay. Uh, we want to like wear the suit like this, which we we showing the pictures to like have the permission first. You have to ask permission before you enter any building. Usually, yeah. like because like when you're in a first suit, you're basically under a mask, so they cannot identify you. You know, you might be a terrorist or like you might be armed or stuff like that. You know, so so if. So before you first suit in a department store, you actually have to ask and and some and you also have to walk in without your head on, which kind of ruins the magic a bit. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, also they don't really like you to do it because like uh, I don't want to say it, but then like the department stores they're really stingy, you know. If you want to go to first suit, they'll be like, hey, you you pay us some money to first suit here. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, even in like the public, the public park that he or she went to dance, we kind of have to, uh, quote unquote, bribe the the park manager like a bit. You know, they mm. they call it like drink money. You know, like, uh, you buy some water for them. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. We kind we have yeah we can, you kind of have to bribe quote quote them a bit before you can use that place also. Uh, the the funny story is that before we go to the public park where he or she dance in the video, we plan to go take video in another place. Uh, I'm not gonna say the name, but then it's a pretty beautiful place. So we contact like the the manager team, and then in the beginning I said, okay, come in, yeah, you you can take photos and stuff like that. But then like an hour before we go, we're like, okay, we're gonna go now. They actually sent out a message and said, "Hey, we kind of changed your mind. You have to pay us like 10k, you know, oh, to use. That's a lot yeah, of money. 10k bot. 10k bot. Yeah. Like, wow. 10k bot. You know, that's still just a lot. to use this place. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I'm not. I don't know about in 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 USA or in Europe, but in Thailand, I, from my point of view, number one is like, if you want to first suit in." enclosed space with air conditioners such as department store it's really hard to do that that's at all that's another big barrier for fursuiting in thailand also yeah that's why you don't really see people fursuit in thailand it, it kind of sucks because <laughs> like you know like like you can't just go to like saigon was it uh siam paragon right um, yeah, you, you, you just can't, can't walk you can't in there. Do, I mean, because it, but it sucks okay. because like it's it's nice yeah. to fursuit in like an air conditioned area. Yeah, I, actually, we did there once because we went there for like the anime con, mm-hmm. one of the anime con, and then we did that once and it was okay. But then like when you go to an anime con, there's gonna be like thousands of people, you know, so it's yep. gonna be airtight. So it's not that fun. But you can't go like privately with like a small group. They'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Just get out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a um, I had a question still pertaining to fursuits. Um, this is I, I feel like uh, this is a question that we're always going to ask people. But um, what kind of style do Thai furries prefer? Because um, we know that like again, um, we mentioned before in the podcast that like kimono style seems to be really popular in Asia, especially in Japan, like where it originated from. So like in Thailand, what's the kind of like consensus you guys have? What kind of style uh, styles do you guys prefer? I think in Thailand uh, community in general, I think they prefer the camera style because mm-hmm. uh, we close to Japan and anime stuff. I I didn't I didn't see like the Western style in the the in our like community at much. Mm-hmm. 
besides you two, right? Because it's interesting. Are, aren't aren't your guys' suits considered Western? Yep. Yes. <laughs> but then I see like, was it like Tail and Macom are kimono, right? Yeah, they, they got Macomb. they got first suit from Amano Chakru, so right. yeah. The first furry con, the first foreign furry con outside of Infinity that Thai people goes to is either Infinity or Jmoff. Jmoff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the picture, the picture that comes from when people go there and, and what enters the community is picture from those two conventions. And you can, and you realize that those two conventions are mostly kimono fursuit style. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think that the exposure of kids to fursuit, they, they see the, fur, the kimono style first, you know? And you cannot deny that Kimono style is quote unquote radiating out the cuteness, the kawaii, you know, yeah, like the eyes and everything. Yeah, uh huh. And the teardrop shapes, you know, <laughs> they're very, they're very entire. It's like naklang. It's like you want to go and punch them, you know. You want to go and <laughs> you, you want to go and tummy rub them, you know. So it's like it's it's so so because of those exposure, my my view is that that's why. The kids are more tense toward the kimono side, you know, mm-hmm. because co- in comparison, like the Western side is more cartoony, more, how should I say it? More, um, the angle is more angular, more sharp, you know, so the, you don't really have the same kawaii radiating out of it. You don't have those teardrop, the curve from like the, the yeah. fursuit. Yeah, Michael, you can show my new fursuit, the arch from Mix Candy, and mm-hmm. you can post that picture in right. comparison. You can, yeah, you can see like it's more sharp. The eyes are more, more grumpy looking, you know. So, so that's why I think we're more tense to it, like the kawaii. And also it's because like uh, we're more close to Japan and their culture. So yeah. it kind of bleeds into Thai culture, you know. Japan anime, you know, so yeah, that's why I'm a bit more tense with the kimono side. All right, so let's talk a bit more about Thailand in general. So, just in a general sense, what is one dish that you have to try when you visit Thailand? Oh my god, that's the hardest question ever. Yeah, <laughs> for for me, I'm gonna say pad thai. <laughs> <laughs> no man, pad thai. You can. That's like the. The worst dish you can give it to like a foreigner ever. Come on, I, like can... I, I, I saw it in no. Twitter. People say uh, about Pad Thai so many. No, that's that's why because you, even you you can see you know the Big Bang Theory. Yep. You know when they when they order in from a Thai place, they order Pad Thai or Mee Grog. You know, it's like it's one of those like Pad Thai and Pan Pao, You know the basil stir fried. Dish? Yeah, dude, dude, I love it's karapau. Like, you don't recommend karapau? What's wrong? What's wrong with karapau? No, no, I, I'm saying that it's like <laughs> it's because you can have that anywhere, you know. Okay. Yeah, because that's like that's the, why. That's why no, they no, have to why. come here and have <laughs> no. the real pad thai here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so then, what are you gonna say? You're gonna say that we should try the durian? No, no, you said dish, right? Uh huh. Okay, it's sure, a dish. dish. Yeah, it is a dish for me. They have to try the papaya salad with the Thai anchovy. Oh, oh right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, papaya yes. salad. Yeah. Yeah, the papaya salad with the Thai anchovy with sticky rice, you know, and some of that nam tok, some, some waterfall spicy herbal pork. Uh-huh, you know, those not yep. eaten. If yeah, that's yeah, but if you say you, you... dude, but if you say northeastern, that's just Lao food. <laughs> that's not Thai food, then. See, no, no, that's Thai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, screw this! I, no, mean, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that Lao and Thai are very close to each other. So, so yeah. yeah. See, so if you eat that food, you get two countries. See. I just want to say ah. to the audience again that I am Lao American, so almost everything we're talking about, like you mentioned, the Thai papaya salad. Uh, I think what you guys call it. Somtam in Thai, but it's Tamahong in Lao. So, and then the 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 Nam Tok. I I don't know if I had that before. 
I mean, I know I had Nam, Nam, uh, and then uh, I think would, wouldn't you also recommend uh, how do you guys call it in Thai the the crying tiger meat? I forget how do, what do you guys call that? Oh, the brisket, so long hai, the brisket, right? The brisket yeah, part. yeah, that that looks like it's like raw mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, that's not really oh, a dish. No, 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 no! Don't do that. It's gonna you're gonna get tapeworm and you're gonna get infection. Oh. Then why did you give it to me wait, when wait, I went when you... I visited last time? No, I did not and, give and you... that to you. What are you talking about? I gave you. I gave you red and eggs. That's what I yeah, gave you. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that actually tasted good. <laughs> uh-huh. Shout out to that. See, that see, good. see. <laughs> uh, see, so Michael, so when people ask you what's the weirdest food you ever eat, you can say, as eggs, eggs and. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I had scorpion. Oh, I have this guy's had scorpion. Mm-hmm. Was it crunchy? It was crunchy. It was salty. It it was okay. Crunchy, salty. I had it on a dare when I was in high school. It was not good, man. It was not good for me. I mean, they just served it to me. Yeah. They just served it to me on Kaosan Road. You know, it's like, oh, here you go, foreigner. That's eighty baht. Here, eat this. <laughs> I have yet to go there. I need to go there. I have yet to go there. I feel bad. I've been there like I've been to Thailand like three times at this point. I'm I'm Thai. No. I'm Thai. I've never had it. <laughs> No, no, no! You mean Khao San? Khao San is really like a tourist trap. Yeah, yeah. If you if you come to Thailand and you know a dude, he would the Thai person would not take you to Khao San. But I I would not say that it's a bad experience. I mean, it's an yeah. experience that that foreigner who comes to Thailand should have once. But then like, uh, it's a very foreign place. Except during Songkran, you know. Oh yeah. Where where you can go go shoot people. In Kalsan with water guns, mm-hmm. and then, and then hashtag hook up with them afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, a message to the audience for a side note: Songkran, also known as uh, Bimai, I believe. Uh, well, that's how we say it in Lao. Song, uh, Songkran is uh, Thai Thai New Year in April, I believe, right? Wait, is it Thai? We would say more like a South the the this area New Year, right? Because Laos also. Yeah, yeah. It's, I call. I always tell people it's Lao and Thai New Year. Um, and actually, I mean, it technically yeah. comes from India, though. It's technically an, an Indian festival. Mm, yeah, um, but then, like as usual, the Thais they take it as their own. Yeah. Without asking for consent. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the note of like going to places in Thailand, um, you probably knew this question is coming up. But where's one place that you really have to visit if you if you have to go to Thailand? Um, What's one place like during your trip, your itinerary that you just really have to go? Okay, I have one, two place, but then it's one place. When, but the question okay. I have to ask first is that, you do you like the sea or hiking? Do you like to go to the sea more? Or oh, do yeah, you are, like are you asking me or the audience? <laughs> you, you, you. I, mean, uh, I like the sea. I'll, I'll go with the sea. What about burger? It really depends. I guess I'll go hiking. Ah, okay. See, so it's too, so if the sea is the the one place where you have to go is the recent one where where Kiyoshi and I went. Are you uh, talking about Phuket? Which is, yeah, you have to go there. Sorry, sorry, I stole your mm-hmm. thunder. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even though it's like a tourist, a very tourist trappy place, but you cannot deny yep. that. Because Phuket is located right in the Andaman Sea, which is like the, yeah. and, and the surrounding the surrounding province is you can go to the surrounding province, which is like Krabi, Panga, mm-hmm. is very beautiful also. So if I say one place is Phuket, and then you're gonna have loads of fun there, you know, and then you 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 hopefully get to experience the Thai full moon party. Hopefully, hashtag don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I think yeah. if I think that we love Phuket so much because we went we went to Phuket in during the uh the situation. So there's no foreigners, no people around. Mm. There's so no, lovely. No, 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 no. That's for you. I mean, for me, I love Phuket a lot because I've been there on my scuba driving trip. In high school, I also do scuba diving, wow. and it's very beautiful. If you do snorkeling, you do scuba diving. The mm. Similan is a really beautiful place. 
you know. Yeah, and 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 it's very uh, how do you say it? It's very easy to navigate in Phuket. Most most of the Thai uh, locals there because it's a very foreign friendly place. They can kind of half speak English, you know. Mm. So you'll be able to go around Phuket really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and for the mountain, of course, I would actually go for. Many people would say Chiang Mai, you know, but I would not actually. I would say to go to a place called p h u k e t Dung. It's like this, this kind of like a mountain where you hike for 10 kilometers, but it's like a steep 10 kilometers up. Uh, if you know, like it's similar to like the tabletop mountain in South Africa. Do you know, like the, oh. the yeah. So you can, uh, but then you, but there's no elevator or no ferry going up there. So you actually have to hike up, and it is gonna take you around if you're very fit, at least three or four hours. But if you're not, you're unfit like me. Uh, you arrive there at 8 a.m. and then you uh, get on arrive on top at 6 p.m. You know. And then on top is very beautiful. I'll, I'll send Michael some pictures afterward mm-hmm. where he can post and let you see. Yep. Look at them. And, and then you can go camp up there, and there's like uh, your waterfalls, your uh, fog sea. You know, you can you can you have those like experience up there also. Yeah. Let's let's bring it over to Thai Tales, the one big furry convention in Thailand. So. What are some things you can tell us about Thai tales, actually? Ah, Kyoshi, you can take it from here. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so Thai you, well, first, be, first begin with like, what year did you guys start? That might that might be a good starting point. What was when was the first Thai tales? Hmm. Uh, that because uh, me, Pola, and Makam and Gao, we we the we went to J Mof for like. Uh, the second game of I, I actually I don't remember which year, but we have so many experience from game of and we just mm. we just thought we want to bring this fun this atmosphere to Thailand also is getting start of that but so uh, later like three years later we start like titled first year. Mm. <laughs> Wait, you want you want to come here? I want to. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Okay. So oh so I'm okay. I'm on I'm on the wiki for right now, and I'm I'm just assuming that the information is accurate. So the first Thai Tales was in 2016, uh, right? 2016. Am oh I right? yes, yes, yes. And and I'm reading that the attendees are 125. Yes. Oh my God! I forgot we have wiki for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Well, we have to check. Yeah, we have to check. Uh, in the polar episode, we have to check the numbers on that one. Technically, the latest tie tales that was held would be 2019 because you know nothing was held in 2020. And I'm looking at the numbers here. So as I mentioned, the first year in 2016 had 125, and you guys have grown um, to 385 in 2019. Yep. And um, I'm just kind of curious about the fursuit to i guess like not non-fursuit ratio so how, how, how many attendees would you say had fursuits mm, i think they have fursuit around 80 people fursuit but 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 it includes the foreigner so oh. if only thai people i think it's around 50 people maybe are you talking about the latest thai tales by any chance for 2019 yeah, twenty nineteen. Okay, F- uh, fifty. Yeah, fifty first uh, Thai first suitors. I mean, it's, it's an important question because we, we we always ask this question because as we mentioned in the polar episode that the salaries for Thai people aren't very high, so getting a first suit is like a really really big deal for them. Yeah, mostly mostly uh Thai mostly Thai people they make first suit by their own because that yeah because the salary the money problem so. Mm-hmm. Is can can afford like buying fursuit from overseas from yeah. Yeah, actually, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna include that we have locals like fursuit makers, which is yeah. have which actually have quite an affordable price. You can you can you can get from. Who are some of the know? makers? And the, 
uh, like uh, Taiki versus Maker so uh, I think there's two more. I'm sorry, I forgot two, the name uh, because I'm like we have maybe five. First one Maker oh, in Thailand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm sorry if I can't name you guys. Oh, don't kill me, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, but 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 yeah, oh, but there's there's many local local fursuit makers where where you can actually get affordable price because in the end, I'm quite sure that many people doesn't really have like the art skill enough to make their own fursuit, you know. And to be honest, even though Polar say that people have uh, Thai people really have quite low salary. Which is quite true. Okay. <laughs> But uh, in the end, it's like most first would have first would payment plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So 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 when before you start buying first would, I see that many people kind of save up for over a year, and then they're able to pay the first would as a payment plan again. I mean the. The most upcoming recent one probably is going to be Dasa because we talk about him, right? Mm-hmm. Dasa first suit, wow. you, you know. Liter- and, 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 well, yeah, yeah, we literally interviewed Dasa <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and then wow. his his like the many Thai people is uh, when you order is Dasa is one of the first place where they start ordering because the price is quite affordable. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so then you can you can see that that. Uh, even though we we do have low salary, but then with with good plans, wait, wait, we we do mm-hmm. tend to tell kids that like that not like first food is like a luxury thing, you know, and then with like the big barrier of like oh like the the heat and the moisture and the humidity, you you shouldn't get it, you know, but I mean it's first food, people want first food, <laughs> mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a question I've got for uh, Kyochi. How does it feel like to manage a furcon in Thailand, though? Because as <clears throat> excuse me, as far as I know, Thai Tales is really the only furcon that I know in Thailand. Because like in Taiwan, there's at least three now. I think in Japan they've got at least three, and you know in the U.S. we have several. But um, the way I see it is, you guys might be the only uh, furcon in Thailand. So. How does it feel like to manage that con? Most furry in Thailand, they like the market event more than like furry convention because uh furry convention is like for meeting place for like for seeing each other so so um, and 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 the ticket is high price also. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. so I think they they is is for the second uh choice for like come to meet people or friends furry friends yeah if if they go to like uh, the market event they also can buy stuff they can buy a uh, good or dojin or like they can bring home so yeah I that just my thought. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Is uh one thing that makes Thai Tales special though, like in comparison to like the cons that you've been to or that you know of, you know, like what's something that you guys do different, or that you have that that makes you guys stand out? I think maybe for the culture, like because because the the fifth year of Thai Tales, we we shown uh our theme for Siam Swadi, so it's it's include the Thai culture. To the theme of furry, so I think this is special mm-hmm. because we explore more like Thai culture for furry fandom. Maybe that's what uh that's the point of interest for like Thai tales. Mm-hmm. Okay, for for me, the some special thing Thai tale have is is probably like the the people you know. I mean, everywhere is is quite unique. But then I can say that the 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 Thai people we we have this unique fun yeah. way to to how do you say to celebrate furry you know so so yeah so so come 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 see what this unique Thai way is you know we can be really crazy and Agreed. I mean 
uh, we can be really, really crazy. And also the food, man. The food. That's that's the thing, man. You come to Thailand, that mm-hmm. you 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 get to meet furries and you also get to eat the food. Uh, and the hotel where we hold is in Bangkok, and it's one of like the the how I could say it's like one of the top ten most people. Uh, I mean, from some magazine that people want to come and visit, not stay. Okay, I'm saying visit. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the unique part. The the people, the Thai people, man. Just come come see what we can offer you. Mm-hmm. I I I, de- I definitely would love to go back to Thailand again whenever uh whenever it's going to be possible because I always found um I'm gonna kind of repeat myself a little bit but um I said because I said this before but I I always had like a ton of fun when I went to Thailand especially to go see you guys for Thai tales um it sucks because I never really stayed for a long period of time I don't know if this is right to say this because I have not been to Mexico but. I know when I talked to uh, Alf, if you guys still remember, remember him, the Mexican uh-huh. furry, um, I always I always feel like Thailand is like the Mexico of Asia. Like I always feel like like they're, like like Thai people are so welcoming. They're so they're so um, easygoing. They like to have fun. And if you can find at least like a week to go to Thailand, because I, I I really think you need at least a week, perhaps even more. Like like you you you'll, you guys will definitely have a good time. Well, I, I'm sure you're right about it being similar to Mexico, but I think the Philippines is a lot closer to Mexico of Asia just because of how, you know, they both got picked up by the Spaniards and, like, were, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I talked about this with Alf before, and, and he said he actually used to think that. He actually used to think that the Philippines was the Mexico of Asia, but I think, like, we're, I mean, his point, we're just more like, um, talking more about like the the culture itself um not necessarily about like historical trends but i mean fair point i don't know man i've never been to mexico so i can't say i only know fluffy iglesias so from this word i can say that we're like mexico because number one it's hot there's spicy food there's water you cannot drink from the tap (laughs) and there's parasite everywhere so yeah yeah we are mexico all right, so we have a special little thing that we want to do with you, Kyochi and Alder. But before we do that, just one final little thing. Uh, do you have any other closing thoughts about comparing the Western fandom in the U.S. and Europe and whatever to the Thai fandom? Okay, so I have to say first that uh, I have to uh, let people know first that the only big Western con that we, I went to is Euroforens. I've never been to the ones in America. We did plan to go to BRFC, yeah. but, but you know, we the big C. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to drive around and like kick Michael's out on the oh, highway shit. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, no, we, we didn't get to do that. We ended up like having to stay home. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, when we went to EF, it's like a long, steady, celebration hashtag very musky celebration <laughs> of the furry fandom for like six days you know not counting like the pre 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 celebration the day before so like six and a half days uh the thailand furry scene is still young it's, it's still in, right. in a very in, in its infant stage you know the there's kids Actually, I see many more kids coming up, you know, into the furry fandom. I see many more faces that I have never heard before. Like kids nowadays, they don't really use Facebook anymore. I have no idea where they hang out. But then <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea where they hang out. I, seriously, you know. So, but I see that there's many more coming, uh, coming out, you know. Many more fursuits coming out, so I can I can say that in maybe five to ten years we can probably see that the Thai furry scene is gonna be almost as as large as I won't say America I would say almost as large as in the in Taiwan, hmm. but it's gonna take a while. It's, it's five to ten years, you know, and of course the biggest barrier because uh. Okay, I have to, I have to say first that being a furry or the furry fandom is not all about fursuiting. 
but right. the fursuit is like the the most the biggest part where the public sees us. You know, when someone enters the fandom, they either enters because of the art or they see a fursuit somewhere. You know, so uh, for the fursuit for fursuiting scene, it's probably it's gonna probably keep growing, but but. But the biggest barrier because of like the, the the humidity and the temperature is gonna it's not gonna grow as fast also. So yeah, so so that's my thought on it. So basically, it's still in it's in it's in fancy phase. Give it a few more years and mm-hmm. and and yeah, we will conquer Thailand and go fight the Taiwanese. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! If he's gonna kill me. Hello, Jesse. <laughs> okay. All right. So now we're going to test both of y'all's knowledge on Thailand in this short little... Uh... It's only six questions. Don't worry. Um, so I'll go ahead and actually... Uh, Michael, do you want to alternate questions with me? Because there might be some uh, Thai words here that I'm not going to pronounce 100% correctly. Okay. Uh, let me open up the doc. Yeah, um, I might have sent you a that copy already. Um, but anyway, I can start oh, with right. the first question. All right, so question number one. You may have heard the term Siamese twins. That's because of Chang and Ung Bunker, the first known conjoined twins. Mm-hmm. So the question is, when were these twins born? When were they first born? Oh, my God. <laughs> Your your choices are A, 1876, B, 1848, C, 1865, or D, 1811. And uh, audience, if you're listening along, you can play as well. Uh, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> I, if I remember, if I remember correctly, they're born. In the late, almost, almost like eighteen, almost into the nineteen. So I would say somewhere in the eighteen eighties. So is there a choice in the eighteen eighties? The closest one there would be eighteen seventy six. Yeah, I would say it's eighteen seventy six. I would right. say eighteen sixty five. Okay. I don't know. I I, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How confident are you in your answers? I am not confident. Zero. I'm, like, I'm like 1% confident that I'm wrong. And that I'm right. Yeah. All right. Well, good thing is you're both wrong. It is actually 1811. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, wait. They're born. Or maybe I'm thinking of when they're dead. Oh, my God. Okay. When they died. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I made sure to look this up on, on Wikipedia and all that. It says both of them were born May 11th, 1881. And uh, okay, Samut Songkram. Ah, Samut Songkram. Okay, they're like right next to my house. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. And it's also a place where COVID is being endemic right oh, now. No. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, Michael, you can take the next question. Kanchanaburi is home to the famous uh, River Kwe Bridge. I think I mispronounced that. Oh no! So, uh, <laughs> which which is part of a railway linking Burma to Thailand. Uh, this is also known as the Death Railway. So, how many mm-hmm. Allied prisoners died uh, constructing this railway? And I believe that's during World War Two. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Burger. Are you kidding me? This one doesn't have. <laughs> Do you want like to the this- do you want to the single digits, dude? I don't <laughs> we're talking about, about we're talking about how many of the Western, not the Thai or Burma, like the Allied. I know, I know the Allies. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is just uh, Wait, do you have, do the you closer have... you get to, you know, let's do it higher or lower, you know. I'll give you a hint. It's in the okay. it's in the four or five digits. Okay. 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 Okay, it's during the Second World War, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see, let me see. So the amount should not be as much. 
because the allies are not really here too much. So I think it should be around 12k. All right, around 12,000. <laughs> what do you say, okay. Kyoshi? Uh -huh, 12,000. Um, I'm gonna say 50k. <laughs> Wow. Mm -hmm. No, that's too much. That's too much. I don't know. Have, have, you not, have you not gone to the graveyard? That, 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 that is not enough for a tombstone, man. That's gonna take like acres. Like many acres. I I think it's between twelve K to fifteen K at most, I think. I think. Okay. Alright, Michael, you have the answer. So who is closer? Okay, so Right, so the answer is 12,292, so that would be Alder. <laughs> oh, yeah! I, oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't want to say anything. I, I, held back, I held back my reaction because I was like, no f***ing way, man. Okay, because okay, I actually have like a, the, the, a small anecdote on this because like during okay. my training, during my, my pre-med training in uh, United Kingdom, I went to a GP and I actually have a patient who is a soldier who was captured during the, an allied soldier who was captured at the railway. No way. You know? And yeah, and then, and then he was like, he was very old. He's like in his 90s. Yeah, and then, he must have been really yeah, old. And then, yeah, and then we talked to him because like, you know, in UK, there's house visit and stuff like that, yeah. right? So... So yeah, we went to his house and he when he knew I was Thai, he was like, Oh dude, I was captured in your country. I was like, This is so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I think that number might have come across my eyes a bit because I kinda look it up when when I met the dude. But that was mm -hmm. like eight years ago. So I was quite sure it wasn't as much as fifty K Kyoshi. I feel so <laughs> dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. You would not know, man. I'm not kidding. Okay, okay. I didn't, okay. Know, okay. I didn't know anything. All right, moving on to the next okay, question. Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. All right, so hosted in front of, uh, let me see if I pronounce this right, Pra Prang Samyot Temple. How was that? Pra Prang Samyot. Pra Prang Samyot. Okay. In the province of Lompori. Lompori? Lompori. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. There is a festival the dedicated province. entirely to which animal? Is it tigers? Oh my god! Snakes, monkeys, or pigs? Where did uh, they I get mean, these it's lobbery. Monkey? I, I, no, I, I think because it's lobbery, it's gonna be monkeys, man. I, I don't know. It's gonna be monkeys. Okay, there we go. Hey, <laughs> you just said you don't know. They said it's gonna be monkeys. <laughs> no, because it's lobbery. Yeah, yeah, lobbery. Me... lobbery. Lobbery is known for monkeys. Yeah. If you went to Lobbery's, there's right. monkeys everywhere. Really? So, so, so if, when you said Lobbery, it's gotta be monkey. But I'm not sure. He or she should have known more about this than me, man. But yeah, I, I, I think it's monkey too. Because, yeah. So both of you say monkey? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're right. It is I'm monkeys. Congratulations, yay, yay. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you come to Thailand, if you go to Lobbery, it's like, it's the city of monkeys and and things get lost and like the mm -hmm. monkeys are like very very how do you say it like they're very vicious you know jesus yeah they yeah they bite people and try to get their bananas out from their hands and stuff like that they, they, so don't feed yeah don't feed the monkeys they, man. they're not it's that like, rubbish <laughs> i kind of had to go through yeah. that pep okay. talk when i went to ubud in bali indonesia Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, got, they got monkeys there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's oh, where the shit. monkey forest temple is. Oh. All right, so... Man, those monkeys, man, they're, like, very vicious. Mm-hmm. So, so do I move on to the next question? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm getting two out of three. <laughs> I'm still getting an A. Okay. I'm getting an A. Uh, I guess I'll go for this one. Um, which energy drink was first created in Thailand back in 1976 and later introduced to the West by an Austrian entrepreneur in 1987. And you have four choices. You have Monster, Red Bull, Jolt Cola, and 5-Hour Energy. 
Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't even know what I Joe mean, Cola you... is, man. <laughs> I, I never heard of that. Yeah, I don't even know what Joe Cola... Okay, okay, I'm gonna tell you, man. I mean, Monster is definitely America because, like, it's one of those things when I was a kid. I, I had to tell the audience first that I'm an international kid, you know, so All don't right. expect me to know much about the Thai history. Okay. Monster is like, one of those things where, like, you grow up, like, you want to drink because that's what American drinks when I was growing up. It's, it's Monster. Wait, not Monster. Mountain Dew. It was Mountain Dew first, and then Monster comes later. You know. Yeah. Oh my god. And the only fam- Yeah, and the only famous energy drink is Red Bull. That's the only famous. It like it's like it's in the commercial everywhere. Like that. Like hey, the Red Bull is going international when we when you were a kid. So that's gotta be like the only, the only <laughs> answer to this question is Red Bull. So then, what does Kyoto has to say? Yeah, I said Red Bull too. And you are correct. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> you have to read. You have you have to drink drink the real Red Bull. Though. The the Red Bull you you guys drink, you know, the carbonated one that's very weak. You have to drink like the the Thai Red Bull. Like the sweet, you know, in like this small ass, small ass like glass, glass bottle. I, I, I like thought you the Thai like Red S- Bull was like the. I thought I thought it was called like M one fifty or something like that. No, no, it's no, no that's Ting Dang Thai Red Bull. Bull. Yeah, I just yeah Thai Ting Dang. Yeah, Ting Dang. Dang is real. Yeah. Oh, next time, next time you come, I'll let you drink that, and then you'll see. All right. That like. Yeah. It sounds like something I drink like right before going to a con to get some energy or I don't know. No, you would die. You would oh, be shit. like running like <laughs> like, like five kilometers. <laughs> like, 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 oh, what's like what they say, two two bottles per day <laughs> only. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's like it's a joke. It's a joke that the truck drivers drink this instead of taking meth. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um Let's see. So your next question is a true or false question. So your answer will either be true or false. So true or false, Thailand is home to a fish that can walk on the land. Oh, true. true. Definitely. Patin. Patin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you're both right. It is true. <laughs> you, you know, this is so funny. We were just talking about patin yesterday. I was actually like having like a big fight with Kiyoshi. Because we were watching Pacific Rim, the animation on Netflix, and then there's like this kaiju that looks like patin. Okay, there we go. <laughs> See, so in English, um, we don't really have a name for it. We just call it waterfall climbing cave fish. Oh. Oh sh. Really? Patin. <laughs> what is teen? The feet, right? Patin is, is feet. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it's like a root word. The Thai is like a root slang mm. for feet. And yeah, thin, fish. Thin. fish with feet. Fish. Yeah. Thin, well, it's funny because thin, it, it just means, it's not even a root word in Lao. It's, it's just the word for feet. Yeah. Fish feet. The fish with feet. Okay, I found that interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Fish with uh-huh. Should we move on to the next question? Yeah, yeah. The last Go, one. Go, keep going. Okay. I am, I am ace. I'm ace in this. <laughs> so this, this is actually our last question. Um, oh here, my God, so, that's it? Yeah. Oh. Um, okay, so here it is. Uh, in Ayutthaya, there are many ancient and iconic temples and structures that you can visit. Which of these locations features a Buddhist head entwined in tree roots? And you have four oh, choices. Oh, we went there. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> went there. there. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I'll still read it. Um, uh, if I can read my Thai. What? What? I think I misread it. I can't, I can't read it. What? Uh, what? Uh, Wat Prasi Sampet and Wat Buddha Maham Muni. Yeah, that one. Ma is the one with the more ma. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure about the, the full name, but it's the one with the M in it. <laughs> so uh, so <laughs> are you saying uh, Wat Mahatat? Yeah, Wat yeah that one. Yeah. Uh, and your answer is correct. Yeah. yeah. You just went there. Oh, Holy so shit. Funny. Yeah. No, it's. It, all, all your question is like this is like we're, we're repeating like slumdog billionaire because like <laughs> when when like our, our friend from uh, Kashmir from Belgium you know when she came to Thailand we like 
we took her to this place and then like we took her to see exactly this Buddha head entwined in the tree, so she can have like some artistic uh, epiphany or whatever it's called, you know. So he can go and then draw something up. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. So hi, Cashmere, if you're listening to this. Don't forget, (laughs) Sherry. So what I'm getting from this is that I need to get up, uh, get like harder questions. Oh, definitely, man. I ace it, except for the twins, the twin thing. Oh, my God. So you guys are real type people uh, now after going through this tri- trivia. We can't we can't stump them on these questions. Yeah, the, the audience can be sure that we are Thai. We're not some fake Thai wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so thank you for joining us, uh, Alder and Kyochi. Before we go, uh, what are your social media handles? Uh, for me, my Twitter at Kaokiyoshi the Fox, and YouTube at Kaokiyoshi A. Please come see me. So my Twitter account is uh, Outer White Fur. If you yeah, Outer White Fur. That's it. You just know my Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Yay! I thought you were gonna mention the Titles Twitter account as well, Kyochi. Oh. And don't forget Titles Convention uh, Twitter Titles. Please visit us maybe 2021. Yeah, hopefully. Finger crossed. I'll, I also add real quick that we also do have a Telegram group chat, by the way. So if there are any foreigners wanting to go to Thailand, that would be a good place to join. Um, so, yeah. Yay. All right, yeah, so this has been the Fox and Burger podcast. Thank you for joining us, Alder and Kyochi, once again. Um, so, this. Yay! Thank you. Yeah, so this has been Burger. And this has been Fox. And we will see you in the next episode. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye guys. Bye.